Hey guys, welcome to the Fuakata Podcast. Uh, this podcast this week is going to be, you know, you know, prepare your aluminum hats, put them on, because we're going to do a little beware the narrative, and uh, just talking about a lot of the bullshit that they try to do, this Illuminati man, they got to get their shit together. I can see through your fucking webs, you fuckers. You know, oh, MetLife Gala, while they're talking about Roe versus Wade, and uh, talking about overturning it. <laughs> I see you, and I raise you for a fuck you too. Okay, so we're going to get into that, and also a little memoriam for um, the passing of a great comic book legend, Neil Adams. Um, he passed away last week, and I just wanted to take a couple of minutes to talk about him, how great he was. So yeah, so this episode's uh, chock full of somber shit, actually. <laughs> And hence, you know, why I'm here to tell, you know, tell you beforehand. Um, it might not be totally fucking upbeat and maybe uh, even argumentative and everything else. But my main thing is to bring something to you guys that is actually cool, actually thoughtful, actually makes you, you know, better or more aware. And you don't have to agree with me. I don't give a fuck. And that's why I do a podcast, because I don't have to give a shit. It's me talking to you. I don't get to hear you. You can always write to me and talk shit at fucka.gmail.com. But most of the time, that's why I do a podcast, because I get to broadcast what the fuck I want to do. So I think that's a, an important uh, aspect to everything. And uh, I think it's a, it's a, it's a necessary thing. Um, I see too much dichotomy out there, and most of the time, I fucking hate it. It's always either or. Are you a tits guy or an ass guy? Do you like a hamburger or a chicken? Do you like fucking, you know, murder or just suicide or homicide? Like, what? What the fuck are you talking about? Why is this like a dichotomy? I I grew up in a fucking generation of like G.I. Joe and He-Man where we had fucking G.I. Joe, you had Cobra, you had fucking He-Man, and you had Skeletor. And everything's a dichotomy when life is not like that. It is a lot of fucking grays. There's a lot of ifs, ands, and buts. You will, you'll notice that every time you get into any kind of fucking argument or anything like that, there's always some scenario. Well, what if the guy had a penis for a nose? And you have to sit there going, what the fuck, now I gotta realize a guy with a penis in his nose when we're talking about something else? That's a thing. So there's a lot of grays, there's a lot of ins and outs and everything else. Not everything's a a yes or no or black and white. Um, And some things are. I don't know. It's up to you. You gotta decide that. But a lot of this shit is just ridiculous and people need to get off their asses and fucking think a little bit. And once you do that, you'll find the answer. Instead of just sitting back and just inhaling shit. The other day, I decided to go full retard and watch actual TV on my new TV. And I watched some of these, like, home flipping shows. Holy shit, man. Are you sure this isn't drugs? That is the most mind-numbing, dumb fucking shit I've ever had the fucking experience. And I don't want to be the, well, I don't really watch TV, guy, but I don't really watch TV. I don't. I watch a lot of YouTube videos, a lot of Instagram, a lot of other shit, but I don't really watch TV. And when I got to sit there, and it's hilarious when they're like, oh, well, we're just going to cut a grating here, and then we're going to do this, and we're going to redo the patio with an open space project, you know, we have a lot of open area, and let it run. I'm like, and all I can think of was like, yeah, that's like $20,000 renovation. Like, that's that's not fucking around. That's not shit. And then a Home Depot commercial will come on. And they put that Home Depot music on, like, you're going to go out and buy a fucking saw and start cutting the floor and shit. Get the fuck out of here. Stay in your lane. Understand what the fuck you are. I'm, I'll tell you right now, I can, I can swing a hammer. I can do a couple of things. I won't do half of that shit. I'll, buy, I'll pay somebody to do it. If not, I'm not doing it. But it's, 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 it's amazingly stupid and amazingly bad. And I'm just like, wow. 
I think if I would have fucking done a bong hit, it would not be as detrimental to my mental health as some of the commercials and TV shows that are out there. Please be careful handling that, guys. Go out. Go see stuff. Go do some cocaine like a regular fucking person. And it's better that you are out in a sleazy bar doing illicit drugs with questionable people. There's more of an education there than anything you're going to see on the Holman Garden Network. All right? Anyway, on to the show. All right, folks, time to put your uh, aluminum hats on and (laughs) listen to me for a second. I know, I know, I know. It's another uh, beware of the narrative. But uh, I couldn't help but this week find two news issues clash. And I was just like, it, it seemed like such a thinly veiled attempt at grabbing our attention away from something more important. And sometimes it's just things that it's hard to care about. It's not like we shouldn't care about it. It's hard to care about it. But this week we had the MetLife Gala. And they keep putting pictures of the MetLife Gala. And the Gala of MetLife. And blah, blah, blah. Look at celebrities wear wear weird things. And, you know, we get a good couple of memes out of it. And a couple of dumb shits. And if you follow me on the fuck of the Instagram. I posted a couple of them because they are funny. But I couldn't help but see all this and say, wow, this is kind of fucking stupid. Like, it's not really anything that write home about, you know? On top of that is the most narcissistic, dumb, back-padding, stupid shit, you know? But I go, well, sometimes it's great because it elevates things and it's for a good cause. And the ideas behind it or what it's introducing or what it's doing is so such an epiphany and such a thing that's inspiring but i couldn't help it but see it as a bunch of fucking rich people playing grab ass and congratulating themselves um and 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 if not shitting on each other over like who wore what and this and this and that and it's a total distraction it's a total bullshit retarded idiotic distraction that being said i couldn't help but they have this and then at the same time, on the whole other side, the whole other unsexy corner of Twitter and, and the internet is the Roe versus Wade leak from the Supreme Court and what's happening with that right now and people rallying behind it to get to attention to a lot of people about how important this is. Now, there's a lot of factors to this that are just... I don't know. I, I know somebody above my pay grade probably has a better opinion. But as somebody with a thinking brain that tries to figure things out before they happen and, and, and make sense of things, I can't help but look at a lot of it and say, wow, you know, amazing that you're jiggling the keys with something shiny in front of us right before something major is about to happen to us in the in, 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 in our public lives and our, our lives forever um, and it's the fact that idea of that uh, Roe versus Wade could be overturned now what does that mean well it doesn't mean that automatically abortion is illegal what it does mean is a lot of states can now 
state what they want to do as far as it gives it state rights so it's going to be dependent on that dependent on everything that you're doing and all this other stuff um it's not at a federal level when it's not federally protected you are kind of fucked and sometimes in certain states it does mean they have to pass these certain laws and pass certain things for it to you know go a certain way and even then there's restrictions and everything else it's a disruption it's a hardcore disruption doesn't mean it's going to be outright illegal yet but without federal protection and not making it into law and status as bernie sanders is trying to do my favorite comunita sapingo um i don't know i don't know what 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 is it holds for us but i think it's a very important issue now this is the thing i don't have kids (laughs) like i don't but I went through my, my scares in my, my teenage years and I had a couple of scares in my life about almost having kids. And that was always an option on the table. Was I going to take it? Mm. You know, it depended on the woman I was with. I'm not going to lie. There were some issues that I was like, yeah, fuck it. What are you going to do? And other times I'm like, yeah, we're going to have to fucking go see the doctor. Um, but I liked that the option was there. Now, what's my stance on it? I think most men don't have any say in it. I think maybe unless you're married, maybe a man should have some kind of say in it. But in the end, it's it's the woman. And it's a woman who has to carry it, who has to use it, have to do everything. Now, there's a lot of these social grandstandings and these things that I even speak to, uh, spoke to a friend of mine. He's uh, very religious uh, on his stance and uh, not Christian, actually. And uh, his take on a lot of it. And it's this kind of like, well, you know, you shouldn't have premarital sex. And you shouldn't have, you know, sex outside of marriage. And sex is for this and this and that and everything else. And I go, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are the rules you follow. There's other people that don't believe in those rules to follow. And there's a lot of people that, you know, look at it as a way of uh, population control for the poor. There's a lot of it as, you know, the, the, the social aspects around abortion are huge. Um... I remember in Freakonomics, one of the things they talked about was how Ceausescu, I think it was Ceausescu, yeah, in Romania, had outlawed um, abortion in, uh, in, in Romania in 67, I think, when he took over and became dictator. And there was a good, they said it was a good fucking chance that the people that dragged him out on the street and shot him in 87 were most likely some of the people that could have been aborted at that time. It's an option for the poor. It's an option that many take because they can't afford to have kids and everything else. Now, you can see it as a direct assault in poverty, as a way of not of crowd control and everything else. Most of the time, if you are in a good situation, um, you don't have mind having a kid. But for many, that's not an option. And I just see it as something that is very, very, very fucking personal. Now, we can go down the line, too. When does a life become life? When does it become conception? Because that's another thing that is. But again, we're talking about who is what here. I've, I've known people that were forced to a certain degree to have an abortion because they were, you know, for all intents and purposes, they were told that the child isn't going to survive or there was something wrong with it or there was something severely wrong with it and it could kill a birth mother. You know, those are options that are on the table. And we don't know with the folding of Roe versus Wade if that would get affected too. 
I've known some people that have known some women that have scraped their uteruses more than than a fisherman scrapes his knuckles. You know, I mean, pretty damn bad. You know, they they it's almost like contraception. And um, I'm talking about four or five times in their lifetimes, and and in in a, a, a surplus of years, I knew one woman who had some complications from that. You know, and it was a uh, sort of abuse of it, but that was one in a in a couple of hundred. You know, I mean, and it wasn't a bad person; just bad decisions. She's way better now. She's a way better person now, and she's about it. And she's had kids, so. Um, there's a lot of things to it, but it's all personal. I just keep seeing it as a personal choice. That's up there with religion. It's up there with politics. It's about all these things. Like, what do you decide on? And I rather. Sorry, my phone went off in the middle of this. Um, I was going to say, I'd rather have the choice. Then no choice at all. And I think that's the biggest, most powerful fucking thing you can have in this country is an actual choice Um, in all things. That's what made us great. I think that's what makes everything awesome in this place. There's other places where things are in an absolute and it could be worse. It could be better. I don't know. But I always thought in the sense of freedom and what we want, choice is everything. Now, with that comes responsibility. We need to have the responsibility with it because it's a great power, to quote Spider-Man and Uncle Ben. See, I can made it come back to nerd shit. So, for me, it's one of those things that it's not a non-plus, man. It's a fucking, it's, it's, it's a non-issue. It's a non-situation. It just shouldn't happen. We should keep it on there to the chagrin. Now, personally, if your religion or your mindset, your morality, the way you brought up, I don't know, whatever says otherwise that's up to you man that's you between you and god and you and what your family and you and yourself so that's up to you but for you to come in and decide for anyone else get the fuck out of here man and so i find it hilarious then that how deep and dangerous this situation is they were talking about the metlife fucking gala that we're talking about a fucking basketball game. We're talking about any of the fucking situations right now. When it should be slowly focused on this. But I know it is something that is done all the time. To water down and shit upon everything that people are doing. There is such a fucking force out there. To keep things mediocre and shitty. And arguing and crappy. And less than. And cr- horrible than any kind of advancement and this could be a back and forth for many months to come for the rest of the year while we're fighting over this and all it is is the the media and the people out there the narrative that has been made is all about being this wishy-washy half-assed half-truth bullshit that we want to be that so that we're not you know out there making decisions that so we can imagine we got over this fucking abortion thing and we got to something else Move down, down the list. We decide this, X equals this, and that's it. Fuck off. Next, we could tackle some problems. But people like to bog everyone down in bullshit. And bog everything. And the left and the right, I'll charge you both with that shit. Uh, Democrats and Republicans. The religious and the non-religious. Everyone likes to fight. 
the argument, the bullshit, and not to progress, not to progress, and not to go and say fuck it. We decided this, and that's it, and it's over, done, boom, next issue. It's a constant, constant, constant fucking flow. So, I just think it's just one of the times that uh, we need to pay attention. We need to be on it, read about it, look into it, watch things about it on both sides, on both sides. Because it's funny, you you don't know it, but you have a closet religious friend nearby you. You have somebody that uh, secretly is against abortion and everything else. A lot of those people don't speak out. And I think it's not something to damn people about. I think there's different point of views and we have to follow them. And we have to go and say, I can listen to it. I always thought the greatest thing is the word tolerate. I gotta tolerate this. Doesn't mean I fucking have to follow it. I don't have to like it or anything. I just tolerate it. It's like, okay, well, that's your opinion. Cool. And I walk on. Doesn't mean I hang out with you and become best friends. And that's what a lot of people are forgetting now. With cancel culture and political correctness or whatever you want to fucking call it. Or religious fervor or whatever kind of bullshit on the other side. There's always these people that want to... It's, it's a dichotomy. Everything's a fucking dichotomy. If this is that or this is better than this. And that ba 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 It's like, fuck you, dude. It's just like, it's better to have a choice. The question is the most important thing, not the answer. And as long as you have the options to question, we will be okay. It's those people that believe in absolutes that are the most fucking dangerous and we have to be very careful about and if there's an absolute to what i'm saying is that choice is what matters so try to pay attention go to twitter just look up roe versus wade you'll see a lot of different uh, point of views on there look it up on youtube if you need to just to understand what it was going on because a lot of people don't know what's going on and that's the most dangerous fucking thing about this so one to grow on motherfucker aluminum hats off all right so obviously this is not much of a comical fucking thing i think i don't think i've done much more shit um yeah folks uh I, just a one special note before we sign off um just um this week we lost well last week we lost somebody really fucking special and that was neil adams um neil was a a comic book artist comic book force in comics and he was an amazing artist he modernized batman brought real stories to 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 the public fought for creators rights was an amazing artist draftsman storyteller really cool guy and I got to call him friend. I got to be like, at least con friend, convention friend. I'd see him at cons. I would wave. I would see his wife. I knew his son. And uh, we used to see each other all the time. And there were a couple of times that we had run-ins with him at the airports and stuff. I remember one time we helped him with some luggage. Another time we helped him with uh, the TSA line. Another time he left some artwork and stuff and we returned it and everything else. John returned the artwork, returned everything. A lot of things like that. Um he is he was always very gracious with us very cool i remember when i kind of first met him was like in 2012 we had bumped into each other already at different conventions setting up and everything he was set up next to us um it was wizard world chicago kind of a crap show and um but i remember we were busy scribbling away a lot of us had uh 
there was about four or five of us in our booth so we were all all these artists like drawing away doing commissions uh, promoting our book talking to people we took turns we always have this um policy in the booth that we always like somebody's standing up somebody's talking to somebody we can't all be just sitting down looking down if you're taking a break you know walk around talk to people then come back and we always do that um i remember bill mouse was next to us and then oh man i forgot this guy's name he was this other artist next to us in the next booth and he was behind us anyway he came by saw our stuff saw what we were doing we got to talk to him of course i was like a little like you know i was like oh shit it's fucking new adams you know like this guy drew all the stuff i like and um got to talk to him and the best thing he ever said to me and it was one of the things that for a long time it still it still fuels me is the fact he said you know this is you're doing it right you're the guys in the trenches you're the guys working hard you're the guys making it happen and that was a big deal that was a big tip of the hat to us and, and and it was something that we were for me especially it's something that i i kind of keep in my mind those late nights when i'm under a lamp drawing away and trying to get a comic out um to me that was a big fucking deal that was such a huge thing that it just blew me up and i was just amazed by it and uh i couldn't have uh i it, it was high praise and he was really cool with us and then there been other times <laughs> I remember with Jose Maurice he was talking to him he liked Jose's work a lot and then he went off on, on this tirade and it wasn't even anything bad we were just talking about like reference or something and he was like everybody traces you know you know, they, 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 you have to trace sometimes you're trace who the fuck cares get the job done blah 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 and I remember we were at our booth going damn did fucking Jose piss him off or something like that um I remember this other anchor named Nick that worked with me on Res. Uh, he came to New York Comic Con and he came up uh, from Pennsylvania. And uh, he, I told him, hey, man, I'll get you into the con. And I got him in. So there was a signing. That was one of the cool, few cool signings. I was Justin Sneed, my, uh, Jeff DeCow, uh Nick, and myself. So all, everybody on Res was there and we signed the books. And um, it was a cool time. And he, when he came, he was like, oh, my God, Neil Adams. Uh, and I go, do you want to meet him? And I just came and took him over to Neil, and Neil started talking to him and showed him some stuff. And it was before the con, so he he was you know not rattled up yet. And one of those, he uh, asked Neil, "Can I take a picture?" And Neil goes, 20 bucks." And I'm like, "Neil, what the hell, man?" I was talking to his wife, like I was like, "What the hell?" And he was like, "All right, all right, just take a picture." So I, I put a picture up before um, with him, and if you look, I have the dumbest fucking smile on my face. Because I got to meet one of my heroes. And a lot of times people say, don't meet your heroes. I did. And everybody will have a Neil story. And some people will have negative Neil stories or whatever else. But let me tell you something. The man was fucking righteous. He was on it. He was an amazing artist. He didn't take no shit from anybody. And all I could do was admire him for it. Um, it's a shitty loss. Um, for me, it's just one of those things where I imagined like, oh. I'll see Neil again. I'll see him on the road. I'll go to... He always has the big hella booth that he does. He always does like a 10 by 20 booth with tables full of prints. And him sitting in the back like a king drawing and shit. I always thought that was cool. And I said, you know, I'll see him down the road. So it'll be sad. It's going to be really sad to not see him down the road. And not, not be able to, to, to say hi. You know, sometimes that's all it was. Sometimes some cons passed and it was just... Hey, what's up? Hey, man, what's going on? That's it. 
you know, and and that bugs the shit out of me sometimes, you know, now thinking about it, but um, thank you, Neil, thank you so much for, for giving us a lot, us guys that are making comics now, you gave us a lot, and I, I really thank you, forever you are, you were the, you were the shit, man, all right, so I'm gonna wrap this up now, yeah, I know, it's a fucking somber ass, <laughs> episode of Fogata, I know um, this week has been super busy for us guys we have a lot of things going on uh, by the time you listen to this it'll be Wednesday the 4th so the fourth, may the 4th be with you is going on so we're going to have a sale uh, all day uh, with uh, pops and everything else we'll probably be announcing it later uh, then this Saturday we have free comic book day so it's going to be huge I got artists coming out like Andre Labrada I have hella fucking comic books to give away um, we're going to have a DJ, we're going to have a bunch of vendors outside, so fucking buckle your seatbelts, buddy. you got a lot of shit coming up right now this week, it's going to be really cool. The 15th we'll be at Winwood Brewery, uh, Jay Wakefield Brewery, I'm sorry, Jay Wakefield Brewery, we're going to be doing a pop-up of Goblin Market over there with Ted's Burgers and everything else, very fucking cool time. And then I think the 19th or 18th of this month, need to finalize, I will do be doing another uh, comic writing workshop with Miami Day College. I will probably record it and, and, uh, and uh, put it together. I may do something on the Patreon for everybody to watch and everything else because I'm going to put together like a handouts kind of thing for it. Um, but yeah, so that should be on there usually if you guys want to like get into that. Uh, other than that, I am working on the next issue of the Fuakata Anthology. If you want to read it, you can go on uh, Drive Through Comics right now, and for uh, yeah, uh, buy it for your own pr- whatever price you want. Right now, the going rate is three bucks, but you can get it for a dollar, fifty cents, whatever, and get the digital download. Also, the you, if you give to my Patreon or a buck a month, you have access to that and like three or four other comic books. And if you go into uh, Substack and give that the $5 rate, you will be in the running for the print edition as soon as I get that done. Um, just waiting to finalize on a printer. I found, kind of found somebody, but I had to waylay it because I have so much crap going on. Uh, other than that, yeah, so lots of stuff going on. Everything pleasurable. We're planning for Supercon in the summer. One of the conventions that we're going to be doing. And then we have a couple other things coming up too. As always, if you want to stay tuned and want to see more stuff. Oh yeah, I was on Despierta America last Sunday. So that was another thing too. If you go to the blog, if you go to Fuagada.com, you will see under the press section, I added a couple of press moments in there. A couple of links to uh, different articles that were written about me and everything else. So it's kind of nice to have some attention. I was uh, answering questions like in Espanol. Uh, about comics and Bad Bunny so that's something to look into so you can check all that out on Fuacara.com, it'll probably be on the Sunday Funday, one or two editions back and if not you can press under the press page as always you can go there, you can also hit the tip jar if you enjoy this podcast and you want to support it, go to the Patreon just a buck a month guys, it will be very very nice if you did it if, I'll tell you what if half you guys that listen to this podcast actually did that I'd be in a really good place, man. <laughs> I'd be doing a lot more podcasts, a lot more things. It'll be really good. I enjoy all the net numbers. I enjoy all our new uh, listeners. It's been really cool. Everybody really liked the Michael Riz uh, 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 interview. I probably will have him on uh, the Goblin's Heist uh, comic review show, the Come Get Your Nerd On, that's on Thursdays. So we'll probably be doing that hopefully sometime in May after May 14th. I think his second issue comes out. And we'll tear him apart and give him shit. Nah, just kidding. 
Uh, but thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for everything. Hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. And uh, see you next week. Be good. <laughs>